Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. I've just pressed record, and the first thing they hear is, where's the cock? <laughs> you all right? I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, just to give some clarification, uh, it's n- we don't have some kind of ritual before we press record where uh, I have to get my cock out. Um, it's already out. It's already out, yeah. That's no, why I was asking, where is it? You're right. <laughs> we forgot this week. Well, <laughs> uh, it's, it's one of them kind of um, ornamental bottle openers that come on like a kind of big designer phallic cock. It's a great big cock decorated with like Day of the Dead style yeah. uh, imagery. If you sniff the end of it, it stinks. <laughs> anyway, right, today <laughs> we are talking We are talking April 1982. Whoa! What is it good for? Absolutely fuck all. Say it again. The Falklands War special. Well, it's not, is it? Well, you said it was last time. Did we say we were going to do a special on it? Yeah. I've actually watched a documentary on it since. Oh, have you? Yeah. Uh, And didn't realise just how much of a balls-up it was and how close we came to not being victorious in the the Falklands. Oh, really? And there was loads of different people from different sort of... um, military backgrounds that, that all served there. And they're all pointing at this guy that was heading it up. I can't think what his name was. Simon Weston. It wasn't Simon Weston. Is that the only person you know from the Falklands? No. Tell me someone else. Ozzy Ardiles. Right, he wasn't in the Falklands. Yeah, he was. That was the whole problem. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He raised a flag. He was in North London. He went there on holiday. He's he waving, went to the Falklands on holiday. He's waving this flag around, showing off happened. his tin of corned beef. Never happened. Caused all that. Yeah. No, he didn't. Like, he was in North London with Ricky Villa. No, they went on holiday there. Ricky Villa's nut popped out his shorts because his lining had perished. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, 
it's well 80s, isn't it, the Falklands? So 80s. Yeah. And like... Is it the most 80s war? Definitely. De- what other wars are in the 80s? The Falklands. Well, I mean, it feels like a long time ago that Prince Andrew was a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a war in the desert when Mark Thatcher went missing? Was he? Was, uh, was no, he... he was trying to stage a military coup, and he was that. I don't know. And, and him going missing was a separate incident. They're two separate things. Right. His, his coup. Right. And then uh, a race through the desert where he went missing. Again, we we, we touched on this last month, didn't we? That yeah. people went missing in the eighties. A lot of people. Yeah. Right. A lot of people. Maybe the internet's all right. Maybe the internet is all right. Maybe the internet stopped people going missing. People do still go missing. Okay. All right. Well, look. Why have you ended up starting off the programme about people going missing? Should have stuck to the Falklands War. (laughs) People went missing out there, but they just didn't come home. Fucking hell. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Yeah. Can we talk Ch- about how shit it is now? No, let, let's talk about... No. The fuel's really pricey, no, isn't it? No, don't. Let, Heating's let, really pricey. Food, fucking hell. Food's gone up. The thing is, right, and, and obviously there's a war on at the moment. And, and, there's a fucking war on. I know, but the thing is... There's a despot back then, with his finger on a big red button that could blow us all to smithereens, and he says, shit now, isn't it? But, I mean, when we get on the news, like nuclear threat back then was, was rife as well. The nuclear testing that was going on this month was off the scale. Anyway, the fundamental difference is, now nah, to then, is in 1982, Thatcher and the Tories ended up doing really well out of the Falklands. They, they come out of it looking good. You think that's... But you think it's bad now, right? But April 1982... Western wakes up in a military hospital, his face missing to find out they've cancelled Tiswas. Urban Inc. are our sponsors. Uh, big love to Urban Inc. Um, should you happen to have um, scar tissue that you'd like covered up, then why not get a tattoo at Urban Inc. Tattoos? They have outlets in Romford, Southend and... Dunblane? No. Sowham? No. Hungerford? Brentwood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and anyway, what you need to do, go check out their website. It's urbaninktattoos.co.uk. Needless to say, not many people want to sponsor this podcast. I don't know why, um, but not many people do. Uh, Billy and the team at Urban Inc. have been so cool in just getting behind this. Um, and not only have they got behind the podcast and sponsored it, but they've also enabled you to go and get proper, decent tattoos and save money. And all you need to do is get in touch with them at urbaninktattoos.co.uk. And then when you get in touch or you phone them up, you just need to say this word and you will get, how much is it, 20%? 20% off. 20% it's a good off. good deal, that. It's a great deal. But what have you got to say? Weston's Tash. Irving. <laughs> Bell end. <laughs> if you say Bell end, you'll save 20%. Urban Inc. Tattoos.co.uk. <laughs> Should we? What are we saying? <laughs> What do we usually start with? Oh, I always think it's music, but it's not, it's is it? It's films, isn't it? It's films, right. Okay. 
So I know that you said before, Anne, you was all a little bit pleased with yourself because you seemed to think there was loads of films. No, I weren't. <clears throat> I weren't saying. I was saying we got got some good films coming up uh, in in subsequent uh, episodes. But um, this month there was one film. All right. Basket Case. Mm. Have you seen it? I haven't. Do you remember it from when, when we used to go to the video shop? Always. The, the case is so iconic. It's a little kind of weird thing, giving the middle finger, coming out the basket. Yeah, isn't it's it? brilliant, isn't it? Have you seen the film? I watched it, I watched it the other night in the interest of research. Right. Pete Townsend style. Uh, it's, fucking, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well worth a watch. Really? I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. In, in the 1980s way. Right. It's a, like a, a fucked up geezer. Who's had his parasitic twin, uh, sorry, his, his Siamese twin removed from him against his will, and it all goes all goes a bit crazy from there, and he carts it round in a basket while it bites doctors' faces off. It's fantastic. Like when you kind of see it on its own, it moves into stop frame animation, and it's just kind of like moving around the floor, and that it, it, it's fucking <laughs> it is good. it is good. It don't sound very good. No, it is good. All right. Um, but I do remember that sleeve. That was like one of them ones in the video shop. That was like, oh, that looks well good. Yeah, I, I just wish I'd have watched it sooner. I'd have fucking been all over that in the eighties. Yeah, you I like... don't think I ever saw it back in the day. <sighs> well, I've got a few films that I want to talk about. Oh, have you? Hmm. What on movie phone? Yes. So there'll be ones from subsequent months that we'll have to then not talk about. Have you seen Richard Pryor, some kind of hero? Oh no, is that like is that a stand-up one? No, I think it's a film. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me just pull up movie phone. Um, no, have you seen it? No. Uh, but it did come out this month. And, I, and I've heard of it. And I remember sort of like seeing it. Uh, I'll click the link. Uh, but yeah, I, I do remember sort of seeing it about... Let me get the little synopsis up in front of us. What other prior films have you seen without Wilder in? The Toy, Brewster's oh, yeah, Millions. Yeah. Oh, Brewster's Millions, fucking cracking, isn't it? Uh, what's, what's the one where they move? Is it Moving, where they move to Boise, Idaho? Moving was like, that was his was that his breakthrough film? I don't, I don't know. That's good, though, that. Well, I mean, it was good last time I see it, probably 30 years ago. Uh, uh, a Vietnam vet returns home from a prisoner of war camp and is greeted as a hero, but is quickly forgotten and soon discovers how tough survival is in his own country. Wow. That I mean, sounds good. Sounds so like First Blood. What's that called? Uh, some Kind of Hero from 1982. Um, yeah, Richard Pryor is a new king, a new kind of comedy about some kind of hero in some kind of mess. Mm. Nice. Yeah, might, might check that out. So there was that. Uh, and um, Long Good Friday come out. No, it didn't. We've done Long Good Friday in about 1980. We've done it about two years ago, didn't we? Did we? I'm sure Long Good Friday was like 1980. Are you not thinking of... Um... No, Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Yeah, Long Good Friday. It, it must have come out on like a Betamax or something this month. I told you, don't trust movie phone. <laughs> uh, the first Smurfs film come out. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Betawix. I don't know. I don't know. But um, can you remember... Did you ever have Smurfs? Um, no, no, no. I have one Smurf, I think. Do you remember where you used to get them? <laughs> no, where'd you get Smurfs? You, well, when they first come out, you had to buy petrol at a National Garage. Do you remember National? 
No, not really. It was like it was a, a, a fuel brand. Yeah. Or a petrol a fuel petrol station brand or yeah. whatever you want to call them things. And well, yet, like the SO of its day. Yeah. And like, but you had to go and, and, and fill up at a national garage. And if you put X amount of fuel in, you got a Smurf. Oh, really? And so I remember like when we used to go on like holiday, if we drove to like Wales or Cornwall or something like that, I'd always be like, I'll go to a national garage and like, so I could get a Smurf. Yeah. Like when they used to fill up. So I remember like, I had a few Smurfs. I didn't have many. I reckon I had about four. Yeah. Uh, but me cousin, like, she had, like, the Smurf house as well. Oh, and really? It was like, and I proper, like, you couldn't get them any. You can buy them on eBay all over the place yeah. now. But, uh, but yeah, like, so I, I wanted to talk about uh, petrol stations. Because <clears throat> as we got a little bit older, we would, like, when, when, we lived, when I lived on the estate, we'd always walk up to the Mirko garage. And can you remember the old boy in there, Maggots? Nah. He was called Maggots because apparently, like at a working men's club in Grays, Michael told me that he ate maggots once, and so everyone calls him Maggots. And he was just this proper, like, sweary old man that, like, you'd go in there and he'd just be like, "All right, lads," and he'd be like, "All right," and he'd be like, "Nah, it's fucking rubbish," and he he just wanted someone to have a swear up at. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember once, like, I was never a shoplifter as such. And like, but I remember like me and Large went in there, and I think like we nicked a Twix each. Yeah. And like, I was like, fucking hell. And like, we come out of there, we nicked a Twix each. And like, next time we went back in, we was like, we'll do that again. Like, that silly old fuck, I won't know. And like, and I remember like Nick's out, and he went, I know what you are doing, you pair of cunts. And like, <laughs> we was like, what? And he was like, you've been nicking stuff, haven't you? I was like, no. And he went, well, where have you got to put it back and fuck off? And it was like, oh, all right. Maggots had your number. Maggots had mine. Yeah, he did. But I wanted to... Was, you... that the, was that the same garage where the bloke who fucked the sheep yeah. Yeah. worked? Well, I think when Maggots died, that's when he ended oh, up right. working there. Yeah. yeah. Like, have you released that on a cunt album? Yeah, on the first on the first album. But yeah. that was like one of the old Pubic Cube songs from, yeah. from years ago. Yeah, but I put it on the first cunt album. Do you reckon a bloke up the garage did fuck a sheep? Yeah. Because they always said it happened, like, uh, and people saw him going past on the train. And it was like, there was never sheep in that field. It was cows. He fucked a cow? Well, I'm not suggesting he fucked a cow, but I, I've never said... Where have you? Where do you know where we live, where there was ever a field of sheep? No, they didn't... <clears throat> people didn't see it going past on the train. Like, someone held a gun to his head. Right, and, but, and but, but don't him. overplay it, right? It was an air rifle, if it even happened. Is that a gun? Yes. Right. right. Someone held a firearm to his temple <laughs> and forced him to make love. <laughs> it was always the temple. It was, yeah. It'd be the worst you. place to get shot, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh. If someone held an air rifle to your temple, would you fuck a sheep? Yes. 100%. <laughs> got a firearm at me head. But you ain't going to get a lob on, are you? And like, I can't imagine you thumbing a soft on in the fucking rear end of a sheep while someone's holding a fucking gat gun to you, sweet. It'd be struggling, wouldn't it? And you're trying to thumb a soft on him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be very hard to get any purchase under them circumstances. Yeah, maybe that does question the, uh, yeah, the truth of it. I, I, I think so. Um, what is it about people in garages? Why well, they got to eat maggots and fuck sheep? What? Can you remember the fellow in Benfleet? What did he do? Well, we used to stop in there, didn't we? And he liked to swear up, didn't he? Oh, yeah. What, Adley yeah. Roundabout. Yeah. 
Like, was that not where you first heard Mother's Gun? No, that was it. That was in the Murko along Og Lane. <laughs> They're fucking great at petrol station. <laughs> what was the deal with the geezer at uh, Adley? He, he had the um all the time, didn't he? You used to get different people. Like it used to be. I think they used to be ex forces. They've probably been to the fucking Falklands of people working in night service in the garages in the late 80s. Maggots weren't. Weren't he? Nah. What do you reckon he was like? Norm. He was like the fucking Boer War. He was well old. Oh. <laughs> well, what was the deal with the geese? I was trying to remember earlier what the deal was with the fella at Hadley Roundabout. We used to stop there on the way home from the clubs. And he'd always have a moan. Yeah, I can't really remember. I just remember, like, yeah, he had a mo- just a moan and a swear up, wasn't it? Mm. I used to like it when someone who was at work swore. Like <laughs> someone, you know, especially someone who's at, got to wear a uniform they don't really want to wear. But it's late at night and it's past, the, it's past that, you know, he knows that anyone coming home from a club, like, you know, maybe two o'clock in the morning. After the watershed. Yeah. It's after the watershed. He can yeah. say what he wants. And But we would purposely, like, go past a couple of petrol stations to go to that one because we'd go in there and we'd F and Jeff a bit because we knew he'd get on board straight yeah. away. <laughs> what was the deal with the mother's cunt thing? Because I'm sure, oh, some you, blo- some I'm blo- sure your listeners would love that because it's such a pivotal like, moment in one of your fucking big hits. Right, so this, this, is, this is what I think happened, right? Was... In the queue for the... In the queue, the Merco garage in Og Lane in Grey's, um, some bloke just—I think he dropped a fiver or something. It was—it was something that definitely did. It weren't a mother's cunt moment. It was a fuck sticks, maybe, but it weren't <laughs> a mother's cunt moment. But it, with this queue, this queue of people behind him, just dropped like drops. Yeah, he dropped a couple of coins or something and went mother's cunt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> think, oh, that's good. I ain't heard that one before. <laughs> Do you own that, mate? Or can I have a little go with that? <laughs> Is that in the public domain? Cool. Um, I'm mad questioning these now. Chariots of Fire? We've done Chariots of Fire about four times on Movie Phone. Have we? Yeah. (sighs) All right. What else you got? Uh, That's it. Uh, Movie Web tells you what's actually going on. Well, in regards to a long Good Friday. Hmm. Are you going to ask me what my longest best Friday was? Well, no, it's, it's Easter month, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be, you know, it's good, it's going to be good Friday soon. Yeah. Like, and I just want to talk about Easter in the 80s. Have we done that? No. No. Like, well, you... I mean, we might have last year, but he was probably too pissed to remember what we said. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember what we said last time, like last last month. And that was literally recorded about 10 days ago. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I want to ask about... Um, because I, I, if I have to like cast my memory back to like Easter, I remember thinking it was like it's a poor man's Christmas, isn't it? But but it weren't even a thing. It I, I don't think it. I don't think you would have even compared it to Christmas. It, it because I think we got a Radio Times. What for Easter? I think we might have. I, I knew you were posh, right? Fucking <laughs> Millennium Falcon, Radio Times at Easter. I don't know for sure. It was about £1.30. <laughs> Fucking hell. You guys were loaded. But I do I do remember like thinking, yes, there's gonna be like some good TV. I mean we get on the TV anyway, but uh 
But Easter, well, I, I don't remember Easter being a thing. It was like Christmas. Oh, fucking tiny Tim over there, bollocks! Yeah, like, yeah. Christ, like Christmas was a thing, and you got like you got presents, and you all see your family. Oh, but when it comes to Easter, no, no you're, you're fucking you're, walking down fucking birth- my road. Go, where, where is love? <laughs> <laughs> No, you got like one. You got one. I used to get one small Cadbury's cream oh, egg. Fuck off! And I'd have to. That'd have to last me three weeks. Otherwise, I got beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get maybe like what one, one or two eggs, like fucking three max. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. You got a fucking chocolate statue, a two one B medical droid. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like I, I would have probably got an Easter egg from me, folks. Probably me name. Yeah. And like... Like, you didn't get them from every fucking family, no. friend. Like, you didn't get, like, 12 fucking Easter eggs that, you know, like, you got enough chocolate to last you till Christmas. Oh, I'm not joking. Like, like when my kids were growing up, like, it was insane. Like, there'd be, like, 20 fucking... Two kids, it was like... There'd be, like, 20 fucking eggs. And, like... And I would literally just remove them all from the boxes, get rid of all the boxes, and there would literally just be, like, a bucket of fucking <laughs> eggs. And it was like... Well, they ain't going to eat themselves, are they? Best I help. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Benevolent like that. But I remember, I don't know if you can still get them, but I remember like one year, me nan got me the Yorkie lorry. And like, it was only a cardboard box of a Yorkie lorry. Yeah. But uh, and it had an egg in it, and then inside it had singular Yorkie bricks, like wrapped. Nice. And I remember thinking, fucking hell. Like, because Yorkie was like, Posh, oh. It was like you didn't have a bar of Yorkie if you were first here. time I had a Yorkie, I grew a pube. I reckon I would have had, I reckon I, I, I would have had a big fucking Wadger pube by the time I had my first Yorkie, like yeah. that I bought with my own money. Like, there was, there was like 80s chocolate that you was only allowed. There, there was like certificate 15, certificate 18, and then there was like certificate pubes for chocolate. Yeah. And it was like, right, um, munchies, you got pubes? Uh, oh, my mum has going in. She can have them. <laughs> and like Mintola, that's a pube based chocolate. They were like munchies, but they were mint, like yeah. dark chocolate. Remember them? No. Oh, oh well, I don't, you wouldn't I, have known. You wouldn't have had pubes. The dark chocolate, no fucking <sighs> interest for me. Nah. Like, remember that? Like, I remember like my mum used to like like black magic, and it was just like, oh, fucking hell, dark chocolate. Like no, rubbish. Like. <laughs> That's just what my mum liked, no, mate. No. I know, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. No, no, it's no big deal. Okay. That was just the brand of chocolates that she liked. That's right. Yeah. She's stuffing them in her mouth. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So, okay, films. Done. Let's put that one to bed. Uh, we're going to move on to, to music. I've pulled up April the 11th. Yes, yeah, what I got. All oh, right. What's cool. the number three? Uh, Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder uh, with their duet Ebony and Ivory, mm-hmm. living together in perfect harmony, side by side on the piano keyboard. Oh Lord! Why don't we? Why don't you? It's trying <laughs> to keep it eighties. Yeah. Do you like Ebony and Ivory? I like the idea behind it, but it's shit. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a love, it's a love, you know, it's it's a lovely ethos. Mm. 
I haven't heard it for years. Ah, it's, it's just it's just sacker, saccharine fucking dog shit. But you know, I'm on board with the sentiment. Macca and Stevie Wonder, and that's the best they could do. Yeah, but it don't always work, does it? Like when you get two, like Paul Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's like, bad. The girlie's mind's worse, though. Yeah. It, it's, it's the worst one, isn't it? That's really bad. Yeah. Number one, The Camera Never Lies by The Fizz. I don't think I know this. Camera never lies anymore because there's nothing worth lying for. Ay, 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 can't remember that. There was lots of songs. Yeah, there was a lot of I, I, I. Yeah, there was a lot of I, 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 Moosey, yeah. Everyone, one person does an I. Yeah. Yeah. It's like woes, isn't it? It's like one person does a fucking woe and then... I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot of eyes. Mm. Um, but the camera never lies by the fees. I did not know the fees had had three number ones, I imagine. Did oh, is Nanda it? Make Believe got a number one? Don't know. We have discussed that recently. Well, it probably was about six months ago now. That's the best one, though, Land of Make Believe, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's good, that one. I like mm. that one. All right. Was you, uh, was you Baker or Aston? Um, I, I was Baker. I was. But now I'm 100% Aston. I always remember thinking Baker was like the best. But in hindsight, you look back and you just think, Aston was a salt, wasn't she? Filth. <laughs> they had a good head of hair then, boys, didn't they? Yeah. Right. Proper fucking mop tops. I always wanted hair like that. You got it like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not all it's cracked up to be. If you got a chance... What were their names? Bobby and Mike. Hmm. Hmm. Um, just looking the way you are, like, imagine you had to put on, like, a little kind of, um, like, velvet, like, jumper. Like, if someone... If you... How much would you want to go on stage and do... Because uh, I think it's only... Mike now, I don't think, but or, or it's only Bobby now. Like I think they've just brought in like a random. Whether I think it was David Van Day for a while. There was two fizzies going on for a while, weren't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. But let, let's just say like it's the three original fizz, and they offer you what Bobby and the Birds. Bobby and the Birds, right? And then it's like, do you fancy stepping up? Yes. We've, oh, okay. I was going to see what you negotiate. No, don't worry, skills. I'll do it. I'll be in fucking fizz. Yeah. Yeah, like a shot. And the prodigy. Well, they've got a space, haven't they? I'd fa- I could fucking... I mean, I'm not saying I'd do it as well as Keith, but I'd do it different. Yeah. I'd do that. Liam, if you're listening. Punk's punk, isn't it? Well, it's got a long career of performing. I'm not saying I'd do it the, the, the same or better than Keith would. I'd yeah. bring something different to the thing. Because, you know, you wouldn't want someone that just imitated Keith. Would you? Keith was Keith. He was a fucking one-off. Yeah. Oh, you know, I could do something, something different. Stop pitching to join the prodigy. I want to be in the prodigy. No, you're in the fees. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be in the fees because that might be like a building block, mightn't it? Like, I li- don't think Liam's going to catch you at fucking Butlin's Minehead doing fucking Land of Make Believe <laughs> and think, do you know what? That that fucking geezer there, he could front fucking yeah, do you know smack what? my bitch up. Do you know what? Fuck the fees. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not interested. Right, you're not? No, nah, prodigy. All right, okay. All right. Liam, if you're listening. Liam, if you're listening. Um, okay. Do it, uh, the do it the same, because no one do it the same, just do it different. Ain't right. No Pleasing You by Chaz and Dave, number two. 
It's good, down it? Ultimate anthem for blokes, right? Yeah. Is there a more bloke anthem than that? Maybe the only falls and horses theme. Yeah. Or the minder theme. The minder theme. Yeah, it was those kind of those kind of songs, wasn't it? Yeah. Would would you be allowed? Would you be allowed to sing "Ain't No Pleasing You" anymore? No, 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 because cancelled. like the woke police have <laughs> 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 they've cancelled Chaz and Dave, haven't they? Because you're not allowed to pretend that women are fucking on your case anymore. Imagine there was no no pleasing in Chaz and there was no pleasing in Dave, right? They'd fucking spent the whole night fucking putting away fucking pints of fucking light and bitter, right? And then they're outside the fucking stem and helmet, right? And it's yep. getting a little bit lively between them. Who are you putting your money on? What, Chaz or Dave? Yeah. What, in, in a tear-up? Yeah. What, they're fighting each other? Yeah. Chaz all day long. Oggies has got a bit of fucking weight, hasn't he? I reckon he's like... Yeah. Yeah. Like the old Dave, I might have give a chance, but when like Dave died and they just replaced him, didn't say anything. The new Dave, he was just like a little bit he didn't have as much timber on him. That's how I knew it were it weren't the old Dave. What? It Dave died and they just covered it up and bought a new Dave in. What in no. Chaz <laughs> in Chaz and Dave. Are you serious? Yeah. You know like the McCartney thing? Dave died. But it would be too upsetting for Chaz and Dave fans. Right. The, 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 have you got the picture in front of you of the chart? Uh, no. Why? Is that the old Dave or the new Dave? It's just Dave. Are you fucking with me? Because this is doing my head in. No, Dave died. Dave. No, Chaz died. No, Chaz is dead now. Yeah. They're both dead. Apart from the, the imposter Dave. I can't handle this. You won't find it anywhere on the internet because they've covered it up. Well, I'll never. Someone put it on Wikipedia and then they got, it got taken off. Can't rabbit it about that. No. Too harrowing for people to... Well, I'll never. Yep. Uh, Seven Tears was at number four. Uh, Poor Man's Fizz was at number five. Uh, Who's that? Dollar. Um, <laughs> with Give Me Back My Heart. Um... I like the word ponce to describe people, and I don't mean what, ponce as in David like, Van Dyke. David Van Dyke's a, a lot, ponce. Yeah, but he? ponce was different in the eighties. Tony wasn't it? Adley was a ponce. I don't mean ponce <laughs> that like he wouldn't get a rand in. Yeah. But ponce like he'd have his little finger up when he's holding the mic, and like, <laughs> and he spent a little bit too long in makeup and getting his hair done. He was just poncey. Yeah. Like David Van Dyke was poncey until yeah. he got a burger van. Like Tony Adley was a ponce, wasn't he? But I sort of think in a way he was like both of them. Must have been blokes pretending to be ponces. Do you think he was a genuine ponce, Tony Adley? No, I think Tony Adley. He looked like, uh, yeah, he looked like a brickie in makeup, didn't he? Yeah. Like at the clock end. Like, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, Snooker he, ball in a sock. <laughs> we'll get on to that later. Bit of makeup on, and then it's, ladies and gentlemen, the Spandau Ballet. Yeah, I mean, I reckon ultimately, Hadley was just like, well, look, I can go and have a fucking couple of sherbets and a livener and go and watch the match, have a little fucking, you know, might get me fingers wet with a barmaid, but, you know, and have a little tear up. Put on this bit of makeup. Get yourself down Soho, mate. You'll be fucking hanging out the back of women all night. Yeah. That's what's happened. And he's like, right, sign me up for ballet. Yeah. What's your name? Marilyn? Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ghost by Japan 
Uh, he um, was a fucking Pont Sylvian. Fucking hell. If, there, if ever there was an 80s Pont, yeah. Sylvian. Well, we've, I, I've, skipped, I've skipped over Roxy music. Like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, Ferry was a Pont. Ferry was a Pont. Like, I mean, he's a good Pont. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but no, like, it's nothing about nothing to Roxy music. He's, he's a Pont, though, wasn't he? Yeah, Pont. People uh, don't usually have Ponts that much <laughs> anymore. I really should. Um, Do you reckon... Who could Sylvian fill in from the eighties? Is there anyone? I don't think there's anyone. Jimmy Cranky. No. Thorough Jimmy Cranky's Scottish. Right, I uh... Cranky's done a bottle of Buckfast and he's hanging off his back. Yeah. <laughs> his hair's all messed up. He's in a yeah. right old state. His makeup's kiss. running, yeah. 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 I don't think I don't think Sylvian could f- oh hold on. Leo Sayer at number 13. Right. Sylvian V. Sayer. I reckon, right, he's rubbish, Leo Sayer. But he's he's little and he's got big hair and he's sort of, he's sort of, you feel, you feel a bit like, you know, you feel a bit protective towards him because he's little. Like, imagine, imagine what would happen to Sayer's arse in prison. I, I, do you know what, like, did you see him when he was on Big Brother years and years ago? No. He was an awful man. Oh, is he? Yeah. I always thought he seemed quite nice. No, he's always just like, yeah, well, you know, people just like, they needed someone that could hit them notes. That's like, right, let's call Leo. Shut up. Yeah, the littlest nuts in pop. That's a t shirt. Little nuts, Leo Sayer. No one. They're up inside his body, and that's why he could hit all the notes. Oh fucking hell! Um, Do you know what I think's good? Go At number nine, pig bag. Papa's got a brand new pig bag. That's that's a fucking that, that's a song that is. Is there a better instrumental than pig bag? Papa's got a brand new pig bag. Axel F. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Carrots of fire, Vangelis. Oh, that's good, that. <laughs> uh, I can just picture you running down the beach. Come loose. <laughs> <laughs> Linings <laughs> perished. <laughs> um, I've got to say, them frazzles you bought round are fucking brilliant. Yeah, but they're hidden behind my laptop and I can't get them. Well. You've, you've fucking, you've sectioned them off. <laughs> uh, oh, we've had a... We've had a poor man's fizz in dollar, but we've now got a poor man's dollar in bardo. <laughs> could have taken one step further and you could have been, been there. You could have turned around, around and hit me. I fucking love that. Yeah, it's good though, that, isn't it? Mm. Have you ever gone back and watched that on like the pops and that? I mean, yeah, it's, it's fucking... It's really bad. It's full on fucking cheese, isn't it? But yeah. I, I quite like that. Yeah, I really like that. Guilty, guilty pleasure, isn't it? So... In terms of like, if you were talking about shops, would Bucks Fizz be Marks and Spencer? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Let's go 80s. So, yeah, I reckon they would have been Marks's. I reckon Dollar or Woolies. Uh, and I reckon Bardo would have been. I can't even think. You're just going to have to think of a modern alternative. Like. 
B&M bargains. It was a Poundland fucking fizz, wasn't it? There weren't a Poundland in the 80s, though, oh, was there? Oh, no. They were like... They were House of Essex. No, I'll tell you what they were. They were like, if you bought Bucks Fizz off the market... <laughs> That's exactly what it would have been. You buy like. Bucks Fizz off the market, get them home, get them out of the box, and they break the first time yeah, you play with them. That's exactly. Bardo. Yeah, exactly. Um, what other music did you want to talk about? Um, number 17, Elton John, Blue Eyes. At this point, no one knows he was actually into... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Brown eyes. Men's bums. Bum holes. <laughs> Rectums. Yeah. Um, this time, we'll get it right. Yeah, number 25. Yeah, the England World Cup squad. Right. An anthem for football and an anthem for moustaches. But do you know what? I've called up. I've called up the um, England uh, nineteen eighty two Panini. Ron's twenty two for fuck's sake. Right, the World Cup sticker book. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, um, we're we gonna play. It's like guess who? I've got to guess how many moustaches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You ready? Yep. McDermott. Correct. Sansom. No, he didn't have one at that point. Ooh. Mick Mills. Yes. Uh, Peter Wiff. Do you know what? Wiff isn't in there. He was, though. Uh, Viv Anderson. No, he ain't in there. He ain't in the 1982 sticker book. Right. Oh, okay. I thought Wiff was. Yeah. Uh, Viv Anderson got a tash? Viv Anderson ain't in there. (sighs) See, I'm confused at this. Something inside so strong. They've cut him out for racial reasons, haven't they? Uh, I'm going to test you on who's in the 1982. Devonshire. No. Right. Do you think it's a bias against black people and Tashies? Because 
there, there's a few prominent. Has Sil Regis not in there? No, he, he didn't go though, did he? Did Regis go to? Not sure. Eighty two. So eighty two would have been goal. The goalkeeping squad would have been Clements, Shields, Corrigan. Yeah, but they only have two goalkeepers in yeah. there. Yeah, Corrigan's missed out. Yeah, so you would have had uh, who would have been in defence? Sansom. Yep. Uh, McNeils. Yes. Uh, who else was in the England team then? Tony Woodcock. No, he's for, he's further up the field, isn't he? But he he uh, no, he he missed out on the sticker book. Two liver two Liverpool defenders, both called Phil. Oh, Phil Thompson and Phil Neal. Yep. Uh, and then there's one more defender, West Ham. Oh, sounds uh, like James Bond's car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alvin Martin. Right. Okay. Oh yeah, fucking hell, Alvin Martin. He must have been young. Yeah, he, he was twelve. <laughs> First player to play for England who didn't have any pubes. Is that right? Yep. Fucking hell. Um, trying to think who else was fucking... Who was up front? Right. Was Keegan in the squad? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Keegan... Oh, no, Woodcock, he's, Woodcock, he's in there. Yeah. Uh, oh, fucking hell, who else was in there? Right now, right now. Uh, no, people are, ha- people are shouting on the oh, train now. I know, now. I know. Uh, give us a clue. Um, was there any more Arsenal players in there? Uh, no. Right, okay. Give right. us some teams. Um, Man United, Captain Fantastic. Steve Koppel. Yes. That one I was talking about. Brian uh, Robson. Robson, of course. Yeah. Mac- McDermott, obviously. Yeah. Um, West Ham, forward. Brooklyn. On the fence, yep, Brooklyn. Uh, Tottenham, uh, Silky Skills. Hoddle. Yeah. Uh, Keegan, Cottball, uh, recently deceased, Ipswich. Oh, Paul Mariner. Yep. Uh, world's first million pound player. Uh, oh, fucking hell. Um, not Woodcock, it's... Uh, he's, he's next to Woodcock. Trevor Francis. Yeah, well done. That's it. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. Nice yeah. little interlude there. If you're not into football, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, arguably, in my opinion, one of the greatest football songs I've ever made. I fucking got so excited that they might be on top of the pops. I know last time when we wrapped, we ended up putting it up on the on the. As, just to get the insight, when we finish recording these, we we then carry on drinking for a few hours. Uh, I make can't watch a load of fucking videos from the eighties, uh, and then then we drink a bottle of fucking uh, creamy shots, and then uh, that he gets sponsored with on one of his other shows. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, then we fuck off home with hangovers. Um, yeah. But uh, I fucking love this time more, more than, than any other, other time, time. This time, it's, I, I think it might be my favourite football song because World in Motion it ain't really a football song. Oh, it's good, though. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good in its own right. And, yeah. and John Barnes's rap is good. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's you, you know, had it's, the it's, picture disc of the Anfield rap. Uh, yeah, that's not good, is it? It's you awful. had the picture disc up on your wall. Yeah, I, was, I like Liverpool, though, didn't I? I uh, had the seven-inch single of "We're Back, Back Where We Belong," uh, sung by uh, Michael Thomas uh, and the uh, Arsenal squad uh, from 1989. I've tried to find it on YouTube, and you can't find it. And I can't be bothered to try and find the seven-inch single. I did find the seven-inch single, uh, uh, and I gave it to someone as a present. But it's fucking 
it ain't very good. What's that? What? We're back. Back where we belong. It only I took a minute and then he went and did it. No, I can't remember that. McMahon's Dan. Aldridge's Dan. Look at their faces. They're absolutely abject. At 29? <laughs> Most football conversation mean you've ever had. Yes, because you see, that's been the elephant in the room all these years. <laughs> you pulled off quite. You pulled off quite a good football impression now of, of a football bloke. I oh, know. What's number twenty nine? Or do you just want to stop? Give you a clue. Football? Give you a clue. He's a nonce. He's from the nineteen sixties. This is a re-release. He had it off a 14-year-old girl and he married her when she was 21. Elvis? Yeah. <laughs> it's Elvis Presley, are you lonesome tonight? He wasn't, was he? Look, I know you got this thing about fucking banging on about fucking nonces. No, I'm not banging on about nonces, but I'm just calling I'm calling a nonce a nonce. So it made me think. Who would you give a pedo pass to if it turned out they'd been diddling? You know, like, it was quite harsh, wasn't it, when it turned out Harris was a nonce? Mm. And we'd all have swapped him for Edmonds any day. Yeah. So who would you give a pedo pass to if it turned out they'd been diddling? Have I got to answer this? Yes. Simon Weston. It's a Falkland special, mate. I mean, it'd be the PTSD, wouldn't it? Should we talk about television? You haven't asked me who I'd give a pedo pass to. Who would you give a pedo pass to? Suggs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) This is not a new segment, listeners. (laughs) Welcome to this month's pedo pass. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Right. Uh, um, hold on, hold on. Are you, are you trying to move on? Are we moving on from music? We're moving on from paedophiles. I can still talk about music. Right. <clears throat> I just wanted to have a little mention of... Um, at number 43 was Flock of Seagulls, Iran. And I think it was up from 44, so I don't think that's going to go in the top 40. Why it, not? Oh, cause, and Iran, Iran so far. It, it was, it was yeah. massive in America. Yeah, but I just don't think it happened. I, I don't think it happened over here. Where did Wishing get to? That was like top 10, wasn't it? That that was their one over here, wasn't it? It's bad, isn't it? When like you've got, you've wrote Iran and Wishing, but everyone just wants to talk about your shit air. <sighs> But that's the thing, is if, you, if your air was shitter, then your songs were good. Oh. It's the risk you take. Yeah. It's the risk you take. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky, you know, in, in that, like, I'm pretty prolific in both respects. Yep. Um, they're, playing this, they're playing this month, aren't they? Flock of seagulls, like, you know, like little 300 capacity clubs. Yeah. I'd go and see Flock of Seagulls. I think it's just him. He's like he's quite a unit now. Oh, is he? He's just even got a little headset microphone on, like behind a load of keyboards. Like I remember seeing like a like MTV done to get the band back together. Yeah. And like, and I think no, you just think you don't need to really. He's just a singer because no one knows anyone else in Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, there was because there was a bloke with like funny gl- like Christopher oh, Biggin oh, style really? glasses. What was his yeah. name? 
It wasn't Trevor Hong. Paul Reynolds. It wasn't Chrissy Paul, for Biggins. Paul Reynolds. Lies. Any more music? Yes. Okay. I looked down the top 75 because I was thinking there might be a song that didn't chart uh, that, we, that we needed to talk about. And then I found I ran. Now look further down, and at number sixty-seven was B movies Nowhere Girl. Oh, oh, do you know what? Right, I think it's fucking brilliant. I really do think. I think it's as good as like you know, as good as fucking Tainted Love and Don't You Want Me. I think it's as good as all of them. It's a cracker. If you ain't heard it, go and do yourself a fucking favour and go and listen to B movie Nowhere Girl. But make sure it's the single version. It's it's fucking great. I'm gonna throw Alex around a couple of beers, but. Why don't we do for each one? Why don't we do a little like ten track Spotify playlist of some of the songs that we talk about, and then we can just share the link so people can go and listen to some of the songs we talk about. Well, you ain't been doing that. I thought you'd just been doing that. Nah. Do, do it for me other ones. Yeah, do it for your other ones. Yeah, not this one. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. You, yeah, you do that. Then people can go and listen to uh, B Movie. I bet they're not on Spotify. Oh, B Movie. Yeah. No, it is off. It was on some bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I think B Movie is better than anything Ed Sheeran has Great written. Great name. <laughs> And I think if anyone listens to it and don't agree with that, you've got shit in your ears and we don't want you listening. Fuck off. I, right. I, I still want you to listen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing a separate version with, with, with my bits edited out. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> TV? Yeah. Uh, right, I've only looked at the BBC this time. Last, I think last... Last uh, month, I looked at uh, American stuff. We were talking about Huck Finn and stuff like that. Yeah. Times looking back on the days that were slower when living came easy and neighbours <laughs> were friends. Uh, I then went and watched a few little clips. Of oh, that. did you? Yeah. Is it good? Did it do the business for you? Oh, it was just, no, you just think, oh, I'll watch all of them again. Like, that and the Wonder Years. Like, they've just put the whole box set of the Wonder Years. Oh, really? Like, I never got into the Wonder Years. <sighs> Fucking brilliant. It's feel good though, isn't it? Yeah, good though. Yeah. Right. Uh, Mr. Ben was on. Did you like Mr. Ben? I, I remember when I was really little, like proper loving it. Like thinking, I really like Mr. Thinking Ben. Thinking it was like really cool and like, and ultimately it was just a posh bloke going in a clothes shop, going in the dressing room, and then the shopkeeper would appear, like. Give him a little outfit, and then before you knew it, Mr. Ben was like, a, a, was a Red Indian. Yeah. And like, fucking brilliant. Did you like it? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I really liked Mr. Ben when I was when I was a kid. And I, I, like, I like that magic fucking, that, that feeling of like something that you can't explain being good. I mean, like, in real life, he'd have gone in the fancy dress shop. And then the bloke from Bubbletronics would have taken some photos of him when he was changing. <laughs> then the police would have... <laughs> He's shut now. He's in prison. Do you think your love of, well, I could just go in here, get changed and come out in another world. Do you think that, that maybe inspired you when, when you become a metaler? 
Is this new feature of the show? <laughs> I want to talk about your metal years. <laughs> was it years or was it like about two months? I'm trying to I'm trying to work out. I, when... I burst out laughing <laughs> when I was on the fucking run the other day. Well, thinking about my Christian's jacket with a patch on. And right, the fact that you get another beer, you I'd cunt. forgotten that your metal jacket do you had a patch on <laughs> the Christians. <laughs> so what year what year was what year was the Christians? Is that about nineteen eighty eight? Eighty seven, eighty eight, yeah. Like, so you, I, you... so I'd have put that I, I that that would have been you, I, like, I was I was always into stuff first, when I? So that would have been like 87, I'd put the Christians on there. You'd have found out about them two years later. And yeah. It's fucking... It's just oh, no, spunk. You don't. You can just drop your beer all over yourself. No. That's annoying, isn't it? No, you can't see because uh, it's not a, not a video show. Oh, mate, 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 you've done that first. I'll, I'll, my, I'll do that in a couple of years. All over me crutch. Like, um, yeah, because I remember at that time you was really into like... Did you just shake that up? No. But you was really into Wasp then. And like, and you was into what the other bands that you was really into? Judas Priest, because you had that cap, didn't you? <laughs> got that cap from the boot. I'd have been driving though when I got that cap from the boot. So, so I was, I was like at least seventeen. <laughs> you could, you should have known better. I reckon my my metal years were probably when did I leave school? Eighty nine. Yeah. My metal years were probably eighty eight to ninety. I remember, you, I remember you wearing that Judas Priest cap, and that was like—I felt embarrassed. Yeah, but you was always so worried about what people think. But I think I just thought they might think that, like, I had to hang around with you. Like, what, what, you what? obviously ain't seen any photos of yourself from that time, <laughs> have you? <laughs> That's you had your hat on backwards, like you thought you were in fucking Public Enemy. <laughs> You had a vest. A, yeah, you had a second-hand Judas Priest cap on that you bought from a boot sale, and I was still the coolest one out of us with the Christians on the back of your jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh, I'm glad everyone's got to see what a cunt you are. You went to see the Christians a couple of years ago, didn't you? Yeah, I've been to see them a few times. Did you wear your jacket? <laughs> no, because I couldn't get the Guns and Roses patch off without ripping it. <laughs> I've got really electric taste. That's a Christian's and wasp. Um, okay. Um, Stop eating all the frazzles you can. They've all gone. Uh, Jack and Ori uh, was on. I know I had a big old rant about <laughs> no, Jack No, you and rant Ori. about Jack and Ori like every other month. What What you got to moan about? Rulalenska tells Polish folk stories. No, it's not interesting, but Rulalenska. Really? Yeah, Waterman. Oh, well, Waterman was smashing a bit of ginger on ginger action there in the eighties, wasn't it? Suppose, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess she was. Was she was she tidy then? <laughs> you joking, Rula Lenska? <laughs> uh, Tomorrow's World. Do you ever do you remember watching that? I, I didn't really have any fucking interest in tomorrow as well, but it was one of them shows that you just, like, you pretended to like so that you could stay up half hour later. Yeah, I, I remember, like, it being really boring. I remember there was a bloke with a proper, like, buffing up, like, Swede that used to present it, and, like, and a woman that, like, was quite, like... Was Philbin on it? 
If I made that up. Uh, no, do you know what? I think Philbin later on was on it. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, was Philbin married to Edmonds? No, Cheggers. Oh, she was married to Cheggers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's dead, isn't he, Cheggers? Yeah. <sighs> Would you have traded him for Edmonds? Definitely. If I could have held a pillow over Edmonds' head and kept Cheggers alive, I would. <laughs> Imagine just like you're holding the pillow over and he's, like, his weak arms are kind of flailing around trying to get you off. You're holding the pillow over his face going, that's for blobby, you cunt. Right? Then his arms just kind of stop. They stop pouring away at you. You feel like the last breath come from his body. You lift the pillow and it's got the shape of his beard in mascara on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> This this month's episode or this week's episode of Tomorrow's World. See, I presume that it'd be really interesting when I read the breakdown of this show. I thought it would be like, well, uh, they looked ahead to uh, a smartphone, like or like a fucking yeah, C five. Like that's Pro- what I Pro want. Work was on there, weren't they? Playing like playing their lapels. Yeah, I want that sort of stuff. What did they review? A telescope. A telescope. Tomorrow as well. Pirates had them. Who had them in the 80s? Perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you've got written? <laughs> <laughs> Who had them in the 80s? Just for perverts. <laughs> if you think of the word telescope. Pervert. Pervert. Yeah. Like pirate or pervert? Like like pirate or pervert? Yeah. Like oh God, that's a that's a fucking segment. Yeah, that is. Fucking hell! All right, I'm gonna throw someone. All right, so someone. I'm looking forward to you making this a segment somehow. Okay. Would they make if you had to cast them? So you're a casting director, right? Yeah. So do you cast them as a pirate or a pervert? Or a pervert? All right, you ready? Yep. Duncan Goodhue. Pirate. Wow. Man, a pervert, is he? Duncan Goodhue. All right. Daley Thompson. Pirate. Just think of him. Goodhue, he's got the slap head, hasn't he? Mm. One leg. Mm -hmm. Like peg leg. Mm. Um, Daley Thompson, got the big pirate tash. Yeah. Um, he's got a scarf on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hook for a hand. Yeah. Clive Sinclair. Pervert. <laughs> Why is that? Like thin in hair. Pirates have beards? Yeah, like thin in hair, but like ginger beard, like glasses. Just a pervert. Mm. I, just, I can just imagine... Like, he's using that telescope to look into some bird's window, isn't he? Like, she's maybe, like, school age. <laughs> and he's, like, he's got his trousers and pants around his ankles. Quite a small cock. <laughs> little... <laughs> little bush... Ginger <laughs> And he's just, like, tugging away at it. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> we'll be back next month with uh, Pirate or Pervert. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, then there was a program called Stop Smoking with Miriam Stoppard. Boring was she. But she had the word stop, didn't she, in her name? And that helped you stop doing things. What, stop smoking in the 80s? <laughs> Man, you may die hard at this point. No, you're right. Fucking hell, she was before her time then. Yeah. Imagine someone... Imagine trying to tell Terry McCann to put his fucking fag out. <laughs> or Shields. Yeah. Ooh. Chaz or Dave or New Dave. Yeah. Like, like, or any any of that, that fucking England team. No pleasing her, is there? No pleasing her. Like, oh, what rubbish fucking show in the 80s. Stop Kill, smoking. Killjoy. That was 90s, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he was a cunt. Yeah. Pirate or pervert. Did he get done? <laughs> nah. He looked like Max Clifford, though, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he got dumb. Then there was a show called Kick Up the 80s. I've heard of that, but... Tracy Ullman was involved. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin Turvey was on it. Obviously, uh, the, the the late great one, yeah. Henrik Mayle. Uh I don't know too much more about it, but it looked like it was quite a show. Yeah. But one of the comedians that I want to talk about, because um, I'm sure in, in coming... Months we'll talk about the young ones at length. Um, the Kenny Everett show was on. What was your memories of the Kenny Everett show? Did we talk about the Kenny Everett show already? Oh fucking hell! I, I really? Can't, I can't remember because, like, by the time we do TV, we're we're normally pissed. Oh. But I don't mind talking about Kenny Everett again. 
I remember thinking he was really funny. Yeah, he was really funny, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. That's no, I mean, we might not have even talked about him. Like... Who was your favourite Kenny Everett character? Oh, right. Do you know what? I was actually fucking watching stuff of him today. The DIY guy was... Uh, his name was something like fucking Fred's... Oh, what was his name? Or like Ray something. And it was like... And he was just this fucking DIY guy that just used to fucking hurt himself in every fucking scene. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, brilliant. There was a scene once where I tried to find it on YouTube today, it weren't on there, where this guy comes down with a hangover and like everything he does, he's like really loud. So if he just undoes a cover, he's like, yeah. Uh, and, and obviously Sid Snot gives our puke and like obviously fucking all done in the best possible taste. Who's the geezer with the big hands? And like, well, I've actually done some artwork for this episode already, and I found a really fucking good picture of that. Oh really? And then there was fucking random up put, put them in the field, field and bomb the bastards. bastards. What a and fucking like, catchphrase that was! Yeah. And like, um, and then the French guy with a fake chin. Oh yeah, Marcel. Uh, Marcel, yeah. Um, and then there was uh, fucking hell. There were so many characters, and you just think. And I remember just thinking it was like fucking brilliant, the Kenny Everett show. And like, yeah, it was like, like anarchy, wasn't it? Yeah. And like his BG's like parody and his Rod Stewart parody. Like they were like fucking like proper huge. It's a shame that he died so young, wasn't it? Well, no, nah, because I saw a thing on Channel 5 the other day and it turned out he was a dirty Tory. <sighs> so, in a way, like. I mean, I don't. Should we talk about it in the news? Well, <laughs> this 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 show should be called uh, "Roy Ruins the Eighties." Um, BBC. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I noticed about the TV this month: BBC Two. Um, the 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 uh, the start time of BBC Two moved to the later time of 5.10 from 3.55pm. So there was fuck all on BBC Two all day until 10 past five. And what was on at 10 past five? I don't know. Probably some cunt with a moustache and glasses just fucking talking <laughs> Latin. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been. Yeah. Um, and I also saw TV-related, um, the satellite TV channel launches on the 26th of April, 1982. And to get it, this, this is the satellite channel that um, Murdoch bought and, right. and became Sky. So it was launched this month. And to get it, you needed the dish three metres wide. Wow. The only person in the 80s who had a dish three metres wide was Roland Browning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Uh, but you was like, you know, you you, 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 you know, you've had a few bob at this point. Like, surely, did you never have like a big satellite dish? No, I, I don't think we did have a few bob at this point. I, I think, I don't know, like maybe, maybe my old man was starting to become like reasonably comfortable because he yeah. was, he was working, he was working for himself by this point. But, um, no, I don't. Th- I don't think we ever had a satellite dish or anything. I've never had a satellite dish, <coughs> ever. But you don't need one now, do you? No, but like even like I never had Sky. Like I always proper wanted. I wanted MTV. I want my 
MTV. <laughs> oh, well, look, let's get on to the news. <clears throat> uh, Is it all war based? No. No. But it's meant to be a Falklands War special. There's not been enough You war. keep saying, oh, I don't think I said that. You, well, go and listen back to last month's. That's the thing, you never listen to them. But I listen, to, I listen to it when I'm editing this shower shit, trying to make it into some kind of broadcastable shape for How everyone. How much of my stuff do you remove? I mean, How like, much of your stuff do you remove? All it, the bits you fucking make me. The best bits that you make me... T- <laughs> When I've said something inappropriate that you've laughed at, you make me take it out. So Scroobius Pip don't chuck you off the distraction pieces network. Not that he'd fucking mind, it's just you. Oh, maybe they won't let me on the one show. This cunt's going to be on the one show. He's, he's Gary Barlow. Oh. You wait till they find out about this podcast. You'll be on the cutting room floor. Just be George and Batesy. Charlie walking past his big bag of guns. <laughs> well, it was the Falklands. Can you, like, I, 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 well, like I say, I mentioned it being, I watched a doc on it, like, the other night, because it was the proper 80s war, and it was like, and I remember thinking, like, oh, is my dad going to have to go to war? Because, like, you, you know, you'd, you'd speak to your grandparents, wouldn't you, in the 80s, and they all had to go to war. Yeah. And it was like, oh, God, has my dad got to go to war? I can't, my dad can't go to war. And like, and I remember Your thinking, dad would have been good <coughs> in war. He was a big old unit. He had a good, strong tash. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, it wasn't in space, was it? Like, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> he had a brown leather. He'd have, he, and also, like, if he got shot or anything, he'd have just fixed himself. Yeah, that's a good point. In a bacta tank. Like, um, but, yeah, I do remember um, like being like, really worried that, like, this, like, but when you look at it, it was such a small place, the Falklands. Uh, and I'm not going to get fucking boring about the Falklands, but uh, it's a really fucking good watch. And like, because my lasting memories of the Falklands from the 80s was uh, a few words. Simon Weston, as you've already said 15 times, right? Goose Green. Yeah. Port Stanley. Yeah. And like... Weston, Green, Stanley. The Falklands. We can leave that at that, I think. <laughs> See you next month. <laughs> um, it was the first woman in space. Was it? Yeah, not in the Falklands, but in in in, uh, in April nineteen eighty two. Yeah. Who was that? I don't know. Right. That's a typical fucking hashtag Me Too sexist comment. I don't know some bird. I didn't say that. You said that. She just she was just on the case of all the fucking blokes up there. <laughs> They all wanted to play Soggy Biscuit and watch their spaff float around. There's her fucking killing the vibe. <laughs> Making them do the washing up with all the little pouches. <laughs> what is that spaff float about? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Well, I just think Bezos wants to get up there. Just to play Soggy Biscuit? Yeah, and literally. And spaff float about? Yeah. Bezos, Branson, Musk, Soggy Biscuit. Cool. That'd be a good biscuit, though, wouldn't it? Oh, fucking best biscuit. Yeah. That I'd wouldn't eat, be some ropey old fucking digestive, would it? That'd be oh, like wow. something really fucking high-end. Gary Baldy. No, I reckon that'd be Higher-end? Like, well, I reckon it'd be like a, a proper, like... Italian biscotti. Yeah, something the, like yeah. that, yeah. Riddled with rich man's spaff. Um... <laughs> 
Would you go in space? Yes. Would you? Yeah, we, I, I think we had this conversation about a year ago. But yeah, I'd, oh, yeah, I'd go in space. I'd fucking love Fuck to. That. What just for what? Well, just to like look down on the earth and. Oh, oh what? Like you're the king of the castle. I'm not doing it to be fucking posh. Look down on your minions. <laughs> and minions aren't a real thing. Uh-oh. But like, well, there's nothing to do up there. Where are you Socky go? biscuit. Right, you've you've done that right, and then all of a sudden, right, you, you and you and fucking Paz and your mates have all had a fucking laugh up there, right? You've all fucking spaffed everywhere. And then about two days later, that joke's wore off. You're brushing your teeth and say, <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Got fucking spaff in the air again. Like, it ain't fun anymore, right? What are you going to do up there? Oh, look, there's the earth, right? That's fun for about a minute. Float around? Yeah. For how long? Well, I don't know, like... You ain't having a day out. You're yeah, but, but I'm not on a, no, I'm not on about going for like three months. I'm just on about going like if there was a chance to go up in space. What like for a, a fucking cheap return day? Well, no, like a, a couple of days, a week maybe. Like right, fort, it, fortnight. It ain't a city break. A, you, a fortnight. Right, you you want to take go... a take a fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> like the idea that you can't go anywhere for any amount of time without getting bored. Like I just love the fact that you just, you fucking. Gone up there to go and experience space. Yeah, and like, and all you, at the flo- moment, all you want to fucking do is fucking <laughs> look at your own spaff in the air and read fucking Lily Allen's biography. What a load of shit. Yeah, but you, you've made me say things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, try and, I'll try and look at the landmarks on Earth. Right, oh, okay. It ain't like you're going to go, oh, there's Nelson. It's like, on a good day, what are you going to go, oh, there's the Great Wall of China. There's Great Wall of China. Right, well, go to the Great Wall of China. He's ruining his garden, crying with his dog. <laughs> I love the fact that you want to go into space to look at Google Earth. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. That's like people who go like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to go and see the Mona Lisa because I've seen a picture of it on the internet. Get that? You went to the Louvre. Yeah, I was. I was pretty very yeah. cultured. <laughs> Trying to get smelly fingers, some American bow. Oh yeah, I like it hot. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? That's, it is. It's. It's. Uh, I don't. I just can't work out if she's smiling or if she's, <laughs> she's sad. It's quite representative of how I'm feeling right now. I'm just Getting confused. A <laughs> 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 oh dear. So if you had the chance to go up in space, you wouldn't go? No, no chance. I've seen Star Wars. I don't need to go up there. What else is there to do? There's nothing to do up there. You might you might see an alien. Fuck off. Like, there's nothing to see up there. It's dark. Like, sun don't come out, so you're going to go away, right? Firstly, you ain't going to get a tan, right? And then what are you going to do? What's one of the best things about going on holiday, right? And you like this morning, I'm going on a beach. There's no yeah. beaches up there. No beaches in space. Yeah, but it might be on another planet. Yeah, but but a, on the moon. Right. What do you... What do you right, everyone the gets... The moon's like one big beach. Right. And so, so when you're going on holiday, right, you all fucking try and get your little beach body so you can go and fucking enjoy the fucking all-inclusive, right? What are you eating up there? Sachets of fucking God knows what. I'm probably getting an occasional gob for the fucking... You make spaff. <laughs> like, I'm not interested in that, mate. If I'm going to go on holiday... Do you know what? If I'm going on holiday, I'm going to play Soggy Biscuit in an hotel room. I know where I'm at with that. I know where I'm at. 
It's in a tissue, it's in the bin. Move on. <laughs> like, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I've, I've got no interest in going into space. Like, I would rather go... Where would you rather go than space? The Lake District. <laughs> I like it. You can't get a pint in space. You can't get a pint in space. Well, you, why did you just shrug your shoulder? You can't get a You can't. Can't you? Well, where, there's not a pub up there. No, but you'd have a little sachet of beer, wouldn't you? I want a sachet of beer. Like a Capri Sun sachet of beer. <laughs> fucking rubbish. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but, but you're in space. Like, just go without a beer for a week. No, I can, all right, okay, brilliant. All right, so I'm going to get up there. You do dry January. You go without a beer for a month in greys. If like, you can do a month in greys, you can do a week in space. I, I, There's I, more to do in space than greys. Oh, do you know what? If I could go business class, right, if I could sleep on the way up there and sleep on the way back. You are basically fucking Bezos. I can't be bothered with you're it all. You're the podcast Bezos. Like, do you know what? When you're up there, right, take some photos. Not a soggy biscuit. Just take some photos and fucking send them. You ain't going to get a signal up there. Well, yeah, but I don't need to be on social media all the time. You will, you'll get the ump. You'll be like, oh, fucking hell, there's no Wi-Fi up here. Like, you're well, I'll, send... bet, I'll bet there is Wi-Fi now. You're, you're worse than me. You'll be like, right, uh, what's the time for you? All right, uh, is there a chippy round here? No, he's space, mate. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a sachet of... I don't want a sachet of chips. I want a fucking... I want to go with Chippy. Go to Clacton, mate. Have a sachet of soup and then get yourself a Star Wars figure. <laughs> nah, mate. Stick your space. Uh, other things that happened in April... Um, 1982. I turned nine. Yeah. Your ninth birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. On the same day as the Queen. Yes. Turned 66. <laughs> <laughs> oh, six, when the Queen turned 66, she pulled down her nicks, didn't she? She licked her bum and said, yeah, oh, no, it's 1966. Yeah. Oh. I remember like... It's 76. I remember someone sung that at school when I was really, really young. 66. Yeah. I remember thinking that was well rude. Yeah. Like... Proper rude. What, like she pulled down her nicks? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to finish up on sport. You was nine? Yeah. Born in 73. Oh, yeah. Right. Young, aren't I? Yeah. Right. What would you have got for your ninth birthday? Like Star Wars stuff? Probably. Probably. I can't remember. The only thing that I got for a birthday one year was me grifter. That like, would have been around then, wouldn't it? Probably, yeah. But I remember getting a grifter. And I remember the bloke in like the in South End Road, like in that one that was underground. Remember that bike shop that was underneath the motorbike place? Yeah. Like going down there and going like, uh, I got rid of me boxer and I was like, can I have a grifter? I, I, I stepped over the striker, I went straight for the grifter. <laughs> And the bloke was like, no, no, you need to get like one of these. These are going to be well big. And he was trying to flog me a BMX. And I was like, no chance, man. I ain't got any gears. <laughs> and I like, got me grifter. And it was like, fast forward about fucking six months. And it was like... E.T. comes out and the game's fucked. And there's me fucking trying to do a bunny up on about fucking half underweight of fucking steel. Hold oh, on. I'm only on yellow. <laughs> I'm stuck in red gear. <laughs> fucking hell. Calves are going to explode. <laughs> um, right, it's so a sport. To start to, uh, to to wind proceedings down. 
Um, there was only really two things, uh, and so I want to talk about this, right? The Masters, right? Golf, right? That's, that's the noise in my head when anyone mentions golf. It ain't for blokes, is it, golf? Right, and you're carrying around a bag of tools, right? But how many sports can you carry around a bag of fucking weapons, yet it still ain't for blokes? Has anyone, has any professional golfer ever got so fucked off with their caddy that they've belted them with a golf club? Uh, Apart from Happy Gilmore, no, right? But we're going to get on to this, right? This is what I want to finish today's with, right? But I, I, I think, like, these blokes had to put a pair of fucking... Just to go and walk around a field, right? you have to put trousers on. Still. It's rubbish. Oh, I've got to put me, me smart trousers on and a shirt to walk around a field. Imagine that. If I, I knocked on your door and said, come, we're going to go over a dip in a matter of camp. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm just going to put me trousers on. <laughs> fucking hell. Load of old rubbish, golf. Right, anyway. Uh... And it was That's ev- why you've never got on in life. Well, probably, because it's like... If you're a, a golf guy. Yeah, yeah, we just do our business on the fucking yeah, golf. Yeah, they'll do their business on, on the course. I'll they? do my business on their golf course. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so from that, the most unfucking bloke sport ever, embass- embassy snooker, right? <clears throat> Miriam Stoppard couldn't fucking spoil that, right? Yeah. Sponsored by a snap. Ah, fucking, I mean, that's a sport, isn't it? Yeah. When, like, who are you sponsored by, Tabs? Yeah. Fucking hell. Like, that is a bloke sport, isn't it, right? Embassy Snooker, sponsored by Snats. Uh, you can have a pint. Yep. Right, okay, right, so you've got someone that can fucking, they don't even carry their own weapons, golfers. They fucking get some fucking poor fucker to fucking carry them around because they ain't strong enough to look after their own weapons, right? No, it's not they're not strong enough. It's just too posh. Snooker, right? You've got two options if fucking things get tasty, right? Yeah. A, just fucking belt. We snap the queue in half first yeah. and then belt them with it. Yeah. Like, we've seen it in loads of films. We've never seen anyone do it with a golf club. Like, but we've seen it in loads of films. Alternatively, fuck's sake. Take right, a sock off. Take a sock off. Couple of... <laughs> Couple of reds. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. Good night. So I want to finish on this. Got two fights for you. Right. Sandy Lyle. Yep. Versus Willie Fong. It's Fong all day long, isn't it? It's fucking size of the cunt. Yeah. Fong. Sandy Lyle, I think he's going to be fucking searching around for a nine iron. Before he's done that, I don't even think fucking Fawn's going to go for a fucking sock. I think he's just going to give him a fucking dry slap, and then I think he's going to just fucking do him with a cue. I ain't even going to snap it. I think he'll just fucking wallop fucking Sandy Lyle with it. Sandy Lyle will be fucking... He'll ask him what he's done that for, and then fucking Thorn will whack him again. He'll look at his caddy and go, what, what are you going to help? And the caddy's going to be like, nah. Nah, and like, don't get paid for that. Yeah. And then yeah, fucking... that, that's, that's the thing with being a golfer. You got to ask someone to give you the club. By the time you've done that, yeah. phone, he's got the cue over his knee 100%. and he's gone boss with the big end of it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. So I think, like, ultimately, fucking Thorne's got that one fucking sewed up. Right. Big fight of the night. 
Faldo, Higgins. Higgins, all day long, all day breakfast. Higgins. So the thing is, right, Higgins was no fucking, he, he liked to tear up, you know, he was a fucking rebel. Faldo's a sportsman, he's fit. Right, so this is my point, right? He's fit, he keeps his call, he's got to make them fucking long putts, right? He's got to keep his call. Higgins has got to keep his call, but he keeps his call by fucking having a fucking couple of sherbets. And I think, yeah. how it, many it, sherbets is he having? Is he fucking, is, is, he, is it getting a bit too much for him? Higgins has done eight pints, half a bottle of vodka and 40 Bensons. <laughs> he's at the top of his game. He's at anyone else's three pint line. There's fucking truth to that. <laughs> Bang on. I ain't even 40 Bensons, he's 40 Rothmans. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Snap the filters off as well. Yeah. Like... Yeah, fucking yeah. Higgins all day long, right? Yeah, Faldo's asking for a sandwich by yeah. that time, yeah. Yeah. Higgins, he's got his sock off. Yeah. <laughs> got a couple of snooker balls in it. Yeah. Around Faldo's fucking bonce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Faldo's laying there on the green, fucking claret pouring out his head. Yeah. Fucking Higgins, he's just chalking up his cue to fucking <laughs> get back to fucking, get back to the table. Well, look, that's, that's, that's sport pretty much done. Uh, and so I think that kind of starts to bring us to the end of uh, of April 1982's Falklands special that touched on the Falklands for about Western <laughs> Green Stanley the Falklands Remembering when we were young in the 80s 